Hello, my diamonds. Welcome to episode 56. My name is Sabrina Victoria, and I am your host. Today is September 11th. 17 years ago, we all remember where we were when we heard the news of the Twin Towers falling. We cried, we mourned, we feared being outside. The entire country was at a standstill, and it took years to recover from that day. Every year on this day, I am reminded the importance of living fully, loving fully, and chasing my dreams. Let's dig in today and talk about living big. Join me. She has no business giving advice because all the so-called social norms are against her. But she's here in your world to give her slightly biased, in-your-face opinion on how she thinks you could human better. Follow now to catch all her inspirational words on life, business, love, and learning to empower yourself. And now, your host, Sabrina Victoria. Hello, my diamonds. Oh, my goodness. It's amazing how time just flies. 17 years have gone by since September 11th, 2001. I remember I was working for a business-to-business company called DS Max. I'm sure many of you have heard of it. I was working out of an office in Elmhurst as a recruiter, and um, we always listened to the radio in the lobby. And I remember there was about four people in the lobby waiting for interviews. And um, the news or the uh, radio broke into, you know, commercial, which broke into the news. And uh, we were just glued, absolutely glued to the radio, um, devastated and almost surreal, like not even comprehending and not even really believing what was happening. And I still remember the thoughts of just not being okay with being happy, you know, not being okay with living life, not feeling as if I had the right to be happy or had the right to even wake up, you know, just feeling so, um, I don't want to say undeserving, but sort of undeserving. Like why, why them, you know, um, all the people on the planes, all the people in the buildings, the, I mean, it's, uh, absolutely devastating. And, um, you know, every year that goes by, um, you know, obviously the, the country heals more and more, Um, There's always the what if factor, you know, there's always the slight thought in the back of your head when you go to a concert, you go into a big building or you get on a plane of what if, you know, there's a lot of what ifs in our world. Um, I am addicted to what ifs. Um, It's a little bit of a a problem with me. I don't want to say it's necessarily a bad problem, but, um, you know, I'm always kind of thinking of, you know, what if. I don't know if you guys remember those books back in the day, like choose your own adventure books. Those were really popular when I was little. I'm a 1982 baby. And, um, you know, I remember being in school and I loved 
the choose your own adventure books. And I probably did the same thing that everyone did where I would choose, you know, A, B or C or however many options there were. And then, um, I would always go back and see, you know, well, what if I would have chosen this one? What would have happened? And, um, unfortunately in life, you know, you can always think of the what ifs, but you can't actually go back and see. And I do that a lot though. I always think back, like, I wonder what would have happened if this, and I look at where my life is now. And I look at all the glorious things that I have going for myself, um, mentally, emotionally, um, my relationships, my friendships, my, my family with my son and my parents and my sister. Uh, there's just so much good right now. And, um, you know, that came with a lot of heartache. It came with a lot of what ifs. Uh, there was a lot of nerves, a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety I've gone through in my life. And some of that is self-inflicted. You know, I was, uh, pregnant before the age of 21 out of wedlock. And that of course brings on a lot of scary thoughts and, um, scary feelings, a lot of fears. Um, I lived with a lot of debt, um, growing up after my child was born, I was not in the most ideal situation. And, um, you know, just as the years have gone on, I have become stronger. I have educated myself on my own. I never went to college and I am now in a spot that, um, I never ever could have imagined being, um, both emotionally, um, and mentally. And because I am such a good spot, um, that has benefited my health tremendously. And it has also benefited my finances. I am, um, very pleased with where I am now. I have huge goals that I am working towards consistently. I am meticulous with, you know, making sure that, um, everything is lining up the way I want it to be. And kind of what I wanted to talk about today is the importance of realizing just how much control you do and don't have. You know, it's very obvious that we live in the United States. It's very obvious that you were born into the family that you were born into, that you were raised with a certain, um, certain moral standard, um, religious standard, um, and idiosyncrasies that you may have adopted from your parents or the people who raised you. Um, so there are certain things that are not in your control, right? Your mindset, um, certain heartbreaks that you've gone through, um, that are constantly altering how your mind works. However, um, there is a good portion of your life that is, um, able to be controlled. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about how important it is to live big. Um, live to your fullest, play all out. Um, and what dramatic results can come from that? And I think a lot of times people don't realize how much they can actually alter things by staying optimistic, by staying focused, by being creative, by um, taking action. You know, a lot of us have so many dreams and so many desires and so many thoughts about things that they want to do and they wish they could do, but they never take the time or the action to actually put, um, you know, movement behind their dreams and behind their thoughts. You know, a lot of you guys know that the most wealthiest part of the country, um, or the world is actually in the cemeteries, 
you know, it's, it's kind of a little bit of a joke, but it's very true because there's so many people that um, had so many thoughts and so many desires and so many dreams, and they never, ever sat down and uh, put any action between behind those dreams, and they were never able to fulfill or, um, you know, capture the, the finance that, um, you know, could have come out of that, unfortunately. So there's a lot of money buried, you know, in the cemeteries with all of the thoughts and all of the ideas that uh, could have been, you know, coulda, woulda, shoulda. Uh, the most important thing, I think, as far as mental and emotional health is optimism. And I, I think a lot of times people think that they're they're stuck in this depressed state or they're so depressed. But I'm telling you right now, um, you know, minus, you know, the obvious of, you know, uh, possibly, um, you know, needing medication of some sort, I don't want to uh, assume that um, everyone is capable of being their happiest. Um, I am not a doctor. I'm not um, <laughs> going to pretend to be a doctor. However, I do think that a lot of the depression that is seen in today's society is solely because um, they're choosing to be. Um, I think a lot of it is victimized. They're constantly feeling as if they are a victim. The reason I am saying this um, is not because I am a doctor, like I said, but because I have actually been in a similar state where I was feeling depressed and I was feeling sad and I was in a dark state and I would find myself thinking of suicide and thinking of jumping off a bridge and thinking of killing myself and um, doing things, you know, that a lot of times weren't healthy um, and, uh, I didn't go on any sort of medication. Um, I never did go to a doctor. Um, what I did is I started to read. I started to read. I started to educate myself. I was refusing um, to be part of the statistic of a single mom. Um, and I wanted more for myself. I wanted more for my son. And I, uh, I read. I constantly read. I submerged myself in everything and anything that had to do with work ethic and positivity and optimism and growth and bigness, things that were good, things that were great, things that were big. And whether that was people, whether that was, um, you know, role models, uh, TV, radio, podcasts, podcasts didn't exist back then when I was doing this, but lots and lots of reading, lots of CDs, lots of um, tapes, I guess you could say. And I realized, um, you know, the optimism that I once had, you know, when I was younger, um, came back out and it, um, it blossomed. And no matter what now, absolutely no matter what is going on in my life, I always keep an optimistic attitude. And I believe full-heartedly that that is what has given me the, um, the wealth of uh, mental and emotional support that I've needed is because I refuse to allow myself to get negative. Um, now, does that mean that I have negative thoughts? Of course. <laughs> you know, does that mean that I never, ever get uh, aggravated or irrational? Of course not. You know, I do obviously have moments of anxiety, moments of stress, moments of uncertainty, 
but those moments are small and those moments are fleeting. I am very aware that it's okay to feel feelings. I think a lot of us are, are um, hypersensitive to, to feeling emotional, to getting teary-eyed, to letting themselves feel vulnerable. It's important to allow yourself um, the time to, to feel certain things and, and feel a certain way, but then to get back control of your life, sit down, come up with a plan on how to fix the problem, um, take it on with a positive and uh, optimistic attitude and to move forward. And um, as long as you're constantly taking on problems and solving the problems and moving forward, that is a really, really great way of making sure that you are living fully and living to your biggest and best potential. Um, and I don't want to say that that's, you know, it, but that's a lot of it. Um, being optimistic and, and really, really focusing in on solving problems rather than dwelling on the problems will get you so much further in life than you ever could have imagined. Because we spend as a culture so much time talking about the problems that, um, you know, we miss out on the time that we could have been spending solving the problems and moving on and, um, really digging deep into your dreams and your desires. You know, what, what do you really want out of life? What are you trying to accomplish? Instead of spending so much time dwelling on all the problems, fix the problem and move on, fix the problem, move on, fix the problem, move on. You know, I've, I always, um, considered myself a great problem solver. Um, I, uh, take problems, I take messes, I take, ridiculous things and I, uh, I solve them and I create masterpieces out of them. And that's something that I really, really, um, I guess, give myself credit for. And I think anyone can do it if they put their mind to it. Um, it's, uh, definitely something that is easily, uh, taught. You, you can self-teach that. Um, but it's all a mindset. And you have to be, uh, have a positive mindset in order to do that. Uh, the other thing is staying focused. You know, you have to focus on what you're trying to do. So what's that thing? You know, are you trying to travel more? Are you trying to save money? Are you trying to be more of a family um, mom or family dad? Are you um, trying to be a good student? Are you trying to get all A's? Are you trying to move up in your corporation? Are you trying to start a business? What is your main focus in life? Um... You know, a lot of times I try to have, you know, two or three focuses. Uh, first one is being a mom. You know, I try my best to be the best mom ever. Um, next would be health. I try my hardest to focus in on making sure I'm eating healthy, making good choices, and getting in a good amount of exercise every single week. And then, of course, you know, my my work, my wealth, my finances, very laser-focused on where I'm going with uh, this new endeavor that I have uh, that I'm opening right now as far as my name and my branding. I'm staying laser focused on what I'm trying to accomplish um, and what my end game is, uh, not only financially, but also just uh, in, a, in a whole, you know, what am I, what kind of impact am I trying to make on the world? What kind of legacy am I trying to leave behind? And um, 
you know, I was listening to a uh, Slight Edge. I don't know if you guys have heard that book of that book before, but Slight Edge is written by Jeff Olson. Um, I read it probably about two or three years ago. I was listening to the CDs a uh, day or two ago, and um, he was talking about funerals, you know, and he had gone to a funeral or something of the sorts, and, you know, he said that he, I might be misquoting this, so I apologize for those of you that have read it, but it was something to the effect of he had gone to a funeral or he had read something about funerals where only a very small percentage of people actually cry. You know, you spend all your life and you're worrying about what people are thinking about you and what people are saying about you and you don't go towards your dreams and you don't fight for your dreams because you're so worried about what your mom's going to say or your dad's going to say or your neighbor's going to say or what Facebook is going to say or what the haters are going to say, or the trolls, what they're going to say, and, you know, whether they're not going to make fun of, you know, your slur, your stutter, your weight, or your face, or (laughs) whatever, Uh, your topic, whether or not you're educated enough. And um, we don't go after what we want to go after, because, you know, we're so worried about what people are going to say. But then, you know, you go to these funerals, and there's only a handful of people that are actually crying, You know, there's actually a handful of people that really give a shit. Nobody really cares. You know, everybody's just kind of walking along, probably thinking the same thing we're thinking, you know, too scared to follow their dreams, too worried about what people are going to say about them to even focus on you. So I think that's what what really, really um, has honed me in on the importance of following my dreams is coming to that realization throughout the years and the years of educating myself that no one really, you know, cares that much for you to be the subject of their conversation all day, every day. Will there be haters? Of course. Will there people be people that talk crap behind your back? Of course. But it's not going to be an ongoing thing that... Um, you know, it, that's going to be devastating enough to, to harm you or to harm your family, especially if you're doing good. You know, most of the things I feel that you're focusing on or your dreams, your desires that you want to do, uh, they're for the good. No, you know, um, being a fitness instructor, it's for the good, you know, writing a book for the good. Um, you know, whatever, you know, photography, being a stand-up comic, being a dancer, being a singer, it's all for the good. And um, you got to fight for, for what you want. You have to focus on it because in the end, in the end, no one really, you know, no one really cares. No one really cares. And um, that's what you need to realize is, you know, if you really, really want people to, um, to take notice, if you really, really want to make an impact, um, you know, your job is to make sure that people hear you and people see you and people will learn to love you, but you have to go after it. You have to stay focused on it. You know, the people that have made the biggest impacts in our world are the people that weren't afraid to get slandered, that weren't afraid to get people talking shit about them. I mean, look at Steve Jobs. Look at all the haters he had. You know, look at all the people that he went, all the things he went through in his life where he got fired, he got talked bad upon. Um, You know, probably thousands. But when he passed away, how many people showed up at his wedding or his funeral? 
You know, how many people cried? How many people mourned for days, weeks, months? Books were written about him because he wasn't afraid to make an impact, because he wasn't afraid of the haters. He wasn't afraid of the trolls. He wasn't afraid of the people who would talk shit about him. And I'm sure there was tons and tons of people, tons of haters, but he didn't care. He focused on what he wanted. He knew what he wanted. He had a vision. He wanted to live big and he fought. He fought hard for what he wanted and had a ton of creativity doing it. You know, I know so many people who are just brilliant, brilliant minds, so creative, a thousand times more creative than I will ever be whether it's food, whether it's photography, whether it's um, stand-up comedy, whether it's singing, acting. And um, it saddens me sometimes to see them struggling internally with um, whether or not they're good enough because they're phenomenal, phenomenal people. Um, I apologize for all the noises my... (laughs) My updates are uh, kicking in. So um, a lot of this takes action. You know, a lot of this takes real hardcore um, daily action, working towards what you want, Um, writing and rewriting and researching. And, you know, even just the stuff that I'm doing, like these podcasts, you know, this is all um, stuff that's getting me to the point of where I want to be. They're just steps that I'm taking, things that I'm doing to continue to push topics, to continue to um, teach myself how to speak, to teach myself how to research, to teach myself how to communicate correctly, uh, to flow from topic to topic. And uh, I'm using this as almost an educational tool for myself, for my future, because I see already what I have in my future. I'm focused on exactly what I want and I want big things. But in order to get those big things, you have to do the little small things, the stepping stones to get you to that point. And that's what this stuff is for me. You know, it's all taking action, taking little itty bits of pieces of action. You know, I started out with just a Facebook page. You know, just not even a page, just my regular Facebook. And I started talking about health and I started talking about fitness and the importance of that in order to feel good and confident about yourself. And from there, I opened an Instagram page. And from there, I started to talk more about mental health and and emotional health and how it's all tied in together on how you can actually live the life that you want to your fullest. You know, it's not just physical health. It's emotional health. It's mental health. And then from there, I started a YouTube channel that was all about eating healthy and yoga and meditation. And from there, I started um, a podcast and I started a blog and then I started a website. And it has just, um, I guess, snowballed into more and more information. And I've, I've continued to educate myself and I've continued to live and I've continued to gain more and more experiences. I have been able to take that information. I've been able to pour it out um, into content for you to listen to so that you yourself can then take that knowledge and push your own agenda, push your own Uh, focus and what you're trying to do with your life, whether it's something as simple as finding a mate, 
finding somebody to marry, you know, having children, being financially stable, um, you know, um, moving up in your job, in your career, being healthier. It's all about focus. And if you listen to my podcast and you listen to my YouTube channels, there's a lot of content that's given to you for free that will help you find a path or find a way to get closer and closer to what you are really trying to pull out of your life. And that's all we're really trying to do here, right? We're trying to live to our fullest potential. Now, I'm not talking to everybody here. You know, there's obviously a ton of people here that are totally fine with Netflix binging every single night and they want to spend all their time just working, eating, and watching TV. And that's totally fine. But there's a small percentage of you that want more. I know there is. There's a small percentage of you that are fighting to get more out of your life. Um, and that's who I'm talking to, you know, I'm talking to those of you that really want to pull as much out of your life as possible. And this is the thing, the possibilities really are endless, but the thing is, is you have to do, you have to evolve, you have to grow mentally and emotionally You have to allow yourself to get hurt. You have to allow yourself to feel fear because those are the things that will help you grow. Those of you that are sitting around playing it safe, for those of you that are trying to stay away from the the, uh, negatives in life, too many negatives, too many surprises, there's nothing for you. There's nothing for you. You will never, ever accomplish anything. You will never do anything big in your life. The only certainty, the only way that you are certain to find goodness, big things in your life is if you go out and you get hurt. You go out and you get hurt emotionally, mentally, maybe even physically, financially, possibly. But until you get to that point, there's no learning experiences for you to learn upon and for you to grow from. So those of you that are feeling... um, downtrodden, is that the word? For those of you that are feeling sad, depressed, take those experiences, whatever that is, and turn them into an education, turn them into a learning experience, turn them into now that I have this experience, I can now push it into teaching other people how to get over this. And that's what this really is. That's what life really is, if you really think about it. So I hope everyone has been doing fantastic. Um, I think I fixed my, the reason I haven't been doing my podcast as much or my YouTube slash podcast that I was so excited about is because the sound in my new studio was a mess and I was having a really, really hard time with my microphone and the echo, but I hope, I think I fixed it after I'm done with this one. I will know. And, um, once this is fixed, I will be able to start doing these more regularly. Uh, I'm thinking about doing like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday deal in the morning, maybe like a 10 AM or something like that. Um, and kind of going from there, it's just, you know, there's always so much to do. So I've got a few side hustles as always that I'm working on a website I'm working on reselling that I'm working on 
and um, plus my normal job, plus being a mom, it's just a lot. So it's taken me a while to really get this um, studio up to where I wanted it to be, but I hope I fixed it. So anyways, I hope you guys are doing fantastic. Uh, thanks so much for joining me here at Nation of Diamonds. I was your host, Sabrina Victoria. Be sure to follow me here on SoundCloud and check out all of my other social media under sabrinavictoria.com. Always healthy, passion-filled content here. I am here to support you in your dreams. Please feel free to reach out to me anytime. I am always willing to hear and guide you to your passion. Do something awesome today. Much love. Mwah. Sabrina Victoria, founder of the Nation of Diamonds, is seeking out individuals who understand the value of the human body and who are striving towards their greatest potential. If that's you, come join this movement and let's collaborate. Visit SabrinaVictoria.com for more information.